well, I guess the weird thing is I've been saying for years that it's going to happen. I mean years that it's going to happen. I've done shows about the fact that it's going to happen, and still, when it finally happened to me, I guess I was a little surprised by it. Isn't that weird? Isn't that odd? (laughs) Things happen, I guess. It's the way of the world, isn't it? Uh, Before we really get rolling today, let me say a very special happy birthday. Two of them, as a matter of fact. The first two, Alex, uh, my voiceover guy, news guy. Uh, Alex Ross has become a very good friend through the years, and today is his birthday. So happy birthday, Alex. But it's also my mother's birthday. That is my mother, very young, and and a couple years ago at one of her favorite places, at least it used to be, I don't know if it still is or not, Maroon Bells and... Colorado. So happy birthday, Mom. Love you. Miss you. Can't wait to get down to Oklahoma to see you, hopefully, early next year. We'll see what happens in all of that, won't we? Meanwhile, as I said, when it happened to me, I was a little surprised, but I shouldn't have been. That's the whole thing. I should not have been surprised at all, because I've been saying for years that Facebook wants to get into the content control biz. Some call it the content creation biz. It's more about control than it is about making content. Facebook doesn't necessarily want to create content, but what they want to do is make sure that they decide what content you see, which content you don't see. They want to control it. To that end, for, for several years, their algorithms have been massaged so that... They decide what you see. You know, maybe you've seen that stupid post going around. Oh, only 25 of my friends were seeing it, but because I copied and pasted this post, now everybody's... That's BS. And you would literally have to be dumber than a cabbage to believe it, but people do. That said, the reality is that Facebook limits the reach of posts based on Things that it decides matter. This is why you'll find people like me who are on Facebook who will say to you, please like my post, please share my post, please do those things, because if you don't, nobody's going to see it. Except for you, me, and my mother. If she even looks at it. I know she has a Facebook account, but I don't even know if she looks at it, to be honest with you. And at the end of the day... I, I, you know, if we're going to, if we're doing this for any reason other than my own ego, then I want more people to see it. And the only way to do that is for you to do that. I, I can't make, I could pay for it. I could say Facebook, here's $10. And they will then get six, 700 people out in Bangladesh to like the post which will then make it show up in a few more people's posts, but it doesn't really accomplish anything. It doesn't get me more downloads or anything like that. The new terms of service that Facebook has put out have made it very clear that content creators will now be controlled and that content creators will now be responsible for what commenters say. So let's say for the sake of example that I make a post that you really 
have an opinion about, but your opinion flies in the face of what Facebook has decided is acceptable behavior. They won't punish you for that. They will send me a warning. And if I don't do nothing about it, or if I don't do what they want me to do about it, then they will sanction me by either removing my post or possibly even sending me to Facebook prison, which I know many of you have been to, but I have not. So I'm not saying I want to keep it that way. I'm just saying it's a weird way to control things. Zuckerberg, of course, uses independent fact checkers to do all this stuff. And that's where the trouble started yesterday is when one of my posts on the Dave Bowman Show page, I was informed that I had a strike against me. Strike! Hmm. Because one of my posts said they had decided was fake. An independent fact checker had decided that the information contained in the post that I made was fake. Some of you, when I, when, I, when I let you know about this, some of you expressed to me that at least one of you said that one of the things I appreciate about Dave is he usually tells the truth. Look, I, I, I don't always get everything right. I'm not, only a fool would believe that. But I do vet things before I post them, and I do post things that I feel demonstrate a supporting of the facts, although the facts may go in a way that Facebook doesn't like. In this particular case, the story that was labeled as fake was a story about, it was a follow-up story about the Atlantic story about Trump calling World War I dead soldiers, losers, and all that. Remember this? The story, and in and, and, and that show, I said, prove it. I'll, if you can prove to me that he said it with, without your anonymous sources, then I'll be the first to say, okay. Within 12 hours of that came a story that said the Atlantic was forced to, was compelled to acknowledge the fact that it may not be true that we may not be able to prove this. It's all it said. It's all the story said. The story that I saw, that I shared with you, came to me via Facebook. Facebook has a news feature that you can, I guess, turn on or turn off, depending on how you want to do it, where it will send you news stories that it has decided you need to see. I get it. Right there on my phone. It shows up and says, here's a story. This story that the Atlantic Magazine had been compelled to acknowledge that the story about Trump calling veterans losers may not be true showed up on my Facebook feed. My Facebook news feed, not the news feed, timeline feed, but the news feed of newspaper stuff that I get from Facebook. They decided that I should see this story, so I did. And I shared it with the comment of, hmm, Told you. I informed you thusly is what I believe I said. It may not have been that, but, but it was basically that. And almost a week after that fact, Facebook's independent fact checker, checkers, of which there are six or seven companies that do this. It's not some little old lady in Poughkeepsie. There are companies that Facebook has fired, hired, not fired, but hired, to do their independent fact-checking for them. They don't have time, so they have people to do it for them. 
Anyway, they decided that the story that Facebook gave me was fake and that by my posting of Facebook's story, I had violated some weird rule somewhere and I had a strike against me because now I'm sharing fake news. And we can't have that. Keep in mind, Zuckerberg, the great mighty Zuck, wants the social media industry to be regulated. He wants government's fingers in that pie. He wants government to decide what is okay, what is not okay on social media vis-a-vis the First Amendment. Right now, it's not a First Amendment issue. Right now, if Zuck decides that there's no place for Dave Bowman on the Facebook platform, he's free to do that. He's perfectly within his rights to do that right now, but he wants it so that the government has to decide whether it is or ain't. Why does he want it to be regulated, you might be asking? Well, again, it's not so much about regulating Facebook as it is regulating everybody else. You see, Facebook's got the money to buy all the politicians that they need to buy. Facebook's got all the money to do anything they want to do, but the other little guys, not so much. And if we can put odious controls and outrageous demands from the government on those, well, it's less likely that they'll survive. Less competition for Facebook. More advertising revenue for Facebook. Which, of course, is part of the problem. Facebook, of course, thrives on advertising dollars, which they get from selling your information, my information too, I admit it, and stealing that information by tricking you into believing that your information is safe, but tracking you everywhere you go, which is why Facebook is having a meltdown right now over iOS 14, which is due out in October, which if you have an iPhone or an iPad, uh, the new iOS severely limits Facebook's ability to track you online, as does Firefox, the browser. Fire, I, I use Firefox, and it's amazing. I finally looked at the stats on it, it, it just today. Over 800 tracking cookies that Facebook tried to use on me that were blocked by, by Mozilla Firefox. God bless them. Well done. I'm pleased. Zuck wants that regulated. Then it does become a First Amendment issue, doesn't it? Meanwhile, he's rated my story as false, and he wants me to know that under the new terms of service and that sort of thing, he can punish me. He can, he can, he can make me so that I'm not, I don't know, whatever. In addition to that, he can also hold me responsible for whatever you might say. Now, it's not like I get a lot of comments on stories. I don't. I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm not controversial enough. Maybe I'm not crazy enough. Maybe I'm not saying things that people want to hear that tickle your... I don't know. For some reason, my Facebook page has just never been, ever, even when I was on radio, never been useful in the sense of generating comments, viral stuff, discussions, that sort of thing. Uh, But if you should happen to make a comment on my page and Facebook doesn't like it, the independent fact checkers, such as they are, don't like it, um, they can take that out on me. They could sanction me for that because you said something and maybe I didn't catch it, maybe I didn't whatever. That's the point we've actually reached with Facebook. So having given this much thought and having given this much uh, consideration 
and since Facebook literally does absolutely nothing for me at all, I mean, it really doesn't. Maybe if I was getting, you know, a thousand hits on every story, every show, maybe if I was getting, you know, 50,000 downloads a month and selling my soul for advertising and the likes of that, maybe then it's a different story, but I'm not. So why am I helping Facebook? Why am I putting stuff on Facebook that then you, I want you to go to, and if you do go to, they track you? Why am I helping them? I get nothing from the deal, and they get everything from the deal. And in the meantime, they threaten me and tell me that my post was, in fact, um, you know, false. Was rated false by an independent fact checker, which is great. So what I have decided is a couple of things. Number one, I, most of you know this, I have a website, plausiblylive.com. It's also the DaveBowmanShow.com. Both URLs go to the same site. Plausiblylive.com is just easier to say than the Dave Bowman Show, which is kind of a holdover from the Clear Channel days. Um, at any rate, point being that uh, there's, a, there's a website. Everything that I pretty much put on the show, pretty much everything I put on the Facebook page is on plausiblylive.com. You could go to plausiblylive.com and get this podcast. You could get this video. You can get my commentary. All of it's right there at plausiblylive.com. I've simply been sharing that to Facebook. So that's one thing is obviously I'm going to start using, uh, I haven't used the website for news story posting kind of things, but I think I'm going to start doing that a little bit more. Um, maybe, you know, some comments and stuff like that. I might get back to back in the radio days. I did a daily, uh, news and comment kind of thing, stories that I wasn't going to cover on the show, but I had something to say about, um, I might get back to that. I don't know. Depends on how much free time I have, which right now is not much because the stupid remote schooling don't get me started on that, uh, because it's literally taken yesterday took, we started at nine 30. We finished at, at, at four forty seven I think PM. So, and, and literally he had four math problems and two essay questions that were so poorly written and so poorly explained that we just made up the answer. Hopefully they're right. Anyway, uh, so plausiblylive.com, check that out and, and make sure you're, you're visiting that. The other thing is MeWe. I have set up a MeWe group. Now I'm on MeWe from a personal standpoint. You can friend me on MeWe and that's fine. Um, MeWe is something that my, my buddy Mark Oliveras turned me on to last year sometime because it is the social media site that actually works, unlike Parler or some of these other ones. Um, it actually works. It actually works very well. And they're not collecting my data. They're not stealing stuff. And I'm... It, and every other post isn't an ad. Oh, that's the other thing that Mozilla does. They really cut out the ads. The Firefox really cuts out the ads. I mean, just the difference between Chrome and Firefox ads on Facebook. It's easily, easily an 80% reduction, at least on mine. So anyway, the point being that uh, MeWe doesn't do that. Now, I'm not 100% satisfied with MeWe, and I want to be clear about that. There are some things about MeWe I don't like. Uh, number one. They want you to upgrade to the, to the premiere version, and they're going to tell you that we want you to upgrade to the premiere version. Here's a, try it for a month free, and then we'll bill you after that. But you don't have to do that. You can, you know, it's like YouTube TV. You can just keep hitting no, and nothing's really going to change for you, but it's there. Um, 
So that is, that is where the social media point of entry will be for this show and for me personally from now on. Stuff will still be on Facebook. I am not boycotting or leaving Facebook until they throw me out. But the stuff that is posted there will be stuff that is posted from MeWe and or PlausiblyLive.com. It won't be, Facebook will never again be the origin of a post. So there you go. I'm also looking forward to iOS 14 and I will stay with Firefox because, uh, well, basically anything that screws over Facebook at this point, I'm in favor of. Huzzah. You know, that said, Facebook has done some some wonderful things. I, I've said this before. It's, it's done more for reconnecting me with, with people than, than anything else ever did. And I appreciate that. But when they're going to start threatening me because they don't like something that I said, well, then I, I've never been one to hang around where I'm not wanted. So <laughs> there you go. It explains a lot of things if you think about it. You know, the future of social media and podcasting is, is intertwined. I really do believe that. Uh, podcasting depends on the internet. And for all practical purposes, remember when the internet was AOL? I mean, that's, that's what it was. I, I remember when I got AOL the first time and thinking to myself, wow, this is incredible. And then realizing that there were other things out there, the, the Netscape. I, I went and bought a Netscape browser because I thought, well, what else is out there? And AOL wasn't letting me see it. But the internet, for all practical purposes, for, for, for most people, was AOL. I think, in many ways, the, the internet has become Facebook. It has become Facebook, Twitter, or other social media programs. And to that end, podcasting depends on it. Podcasting, not just me, but everybody kind of depends on it. We share with that. We, we try to go viral with that. But social media is throttling that reach. It always has and always will. Dave's, I mean, I'll be the first to admit it. My shows don't go viral. And there's reasons for that. I'm not trying to get them to go viral. I'm not certainly as sure as hell not going to pay for them to go viral. But that being the case, because I don't want to play Facebook's revenue game, the social media will throttle that reach, which means that you're really faced with a, with a question. And this is the question that I've always said about my show from the radio days right down to today. I would rather have 50 really good, really engaged, really concerned and interested and participatory listeners than 500,000 just clicking likes and downloading because it's the thing to do. I would rather talk to 25 to 50 of you every day, which is about what, what I'm getting right now, um, actually it's gone up a bit since we went to the daily, it's gone up to about a hundred. So uh, I would rather talk to you than five, 10, 15, 20,000 people who really aren't engaged and really aren't concerned. And frankly, when it comes to social media engagement, they're kind of, they're, they're loose cannons. You never know what they're going to do. I got better things to do to sit here and monitor social media all day. I have my son's remote learning to do, which takes me all freaking day because the instructions are... Serenity now. At any rate, um, I'd, I'd rather have quality over quantity any day of the year. And for those of you that are staying with me and those of you that have been with me for... God, nearly 20 years now. Has it been that long? 07? No, 15 years. Sorry. I'm off by... I'm off by... I've been doing division, long division all day. Four problems. 
four freaking problems. Anyway, point is that uh, we, uh, I'd, I'd much prefer quality over quantity. I'd much prefer to have you. And, you know, if you want to bring somebody along, I'd love, I'd love to have you participate more on social media. Feel free to comment, email, text. The text machine always been open. It does. It's never going to change. It's always there. Um, obviously, we're going to have to change this thing here so that it doesn't say, you know, Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. I don't even know why I have a Twitter account. Nobody uses it, least of all me. So we're going to revamp some of the stuff. We're going to redo some things and, and get it all up to and touching. But, but really, if I stay small forever and never go viral, as long as I have the, the core of you guys, y'all that are, have been with me for so long and continue to be with me, although I don't know why, um, I appreciate that. And I look forward to doing this for a very long time just not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs>